Hey there, this is Alana Terry, and I want to chat with you today about how to continue marketing your books when we're going through times of national or global upheaval or tragedy or things like that. Because for a lot of people, it can feel really crass to continue marketing our books the same way we always have been when a major national or global crisis comes up or things like that. It can get to the point where it can feel kind of paralyzing because as kind and loving and empathetic people, you definitely don't want to come across as tone deaf. And there were certain things that we can do that might come across that way, right? Like let's say as an example, that there's a massive fire at a, a major, you know, place of very historic and cultural significance and it's devastating and maybe there's even you know tragic loss of life and you're about to release a book about a firefighter or something there can be part of you that's going to really really hesitate you don't want it to seem like you're monopolizing on current events or a tragedy right but it can be really hard to navigate those waters. Even if your book has nothing to do with different current events that are coming up or some of these global crises that we seem to be facing regularly these days, you can still feel like, okay, should I address these things? Is it wrong for me to keep on showing ads for my cute little book about a talking cat when there are refugees in this part of the world who are, you know, getting turned away or, you know, I don't want to don't want to get deep into the politics here. I just want to talk about how we handle that and ways that you can kind of learn to navigate those waters themselves, because basically this is a complicated question that doesn't have a one size fits all answer. And so there's not a formula. It's not to say, okay, on day one of a huge national disaster, you do this. And by day four, make sure that you've done that. And then on day five, this is how you're supposed to talk about things. So I want to encourage you to develop just a humble attitude, which if this topic is resonating with you and you're bothering to listen to this anyway, I'm going to guess we've already got that, right? You want to be sensitive. You want to know how to address these things or not address them. So that's the first thing. The next thing is to be okay following what your brand has kind of already established in this way. It's a little easier for us because your brand as it has evolved and developed might already know the answer to questions like, should I address this on social media? Should I write an email about this? Should I postpone this book launch, right? Like, remember, there were a couple movies that either got shelved or postponed right after 9-11 because it wasn't the time to release a movie about a New York terrorist attack, right? So I'm not saying we shelve everything. I'm not saying we always talk about it. I'm not saying we always ignore it, but I'm saying look at your brand and see. So as an example, is your brand known for poking the bear, so to speak. Are you so up on all the current events that you could have written a fiction novel about Russia invading Ukraine nine months before it happened, right? Do your readers love your books because they are so realistic and so politically heavy? In cases like that, your brand is probably leading you towards, yeah, feel free to address whatever is going on because your readers expect that 
from you because of the brand you've established. Same thing if if you've been going on political tirades for the past decade, now is not the time to be silent. Now, my brand doesn't take political sides of arguments. My brand strives to be empathetic and understanding to people all across basically all spectrums. So my brand isn't the type that's going to jump onto a soapbox and wag fingers at people. And so in some ways you can follow your brand and remember that your brand is allowed to evolve and develop. So maybe you've never talked about some of these issues because you've been afraid of the backlash, but now you're feeling more and more like you want to use your platform to talk about issue X, Y, or Z. Go ahead and feel free to do that. But we, we always want to do it with that sense of humility, that sense of sensitivity. The one thing we really want to avoid is to make it out like we are trying to monopolize off of somebody's tragedy, right? Like let's say hypothetically that there's another school shooting, heaven forbid, two months from now. Let's also say that you've written a fiction book about a fictionalized school shooting. My opinion is, yeah, it would be fine to express your condolences. It would be fine to talk about it from that side, but that's not really, oh, and by the way, here's here's my book <laughs> to buy, right? Like imagine, I think 9-11 for those of us who, who lived through it and have it in our working memories is kind of a good sort of gauge, right? If somebody had written a thriller about the Twin Towers falling, in 2000, uh, in 2000, September 12th would not have been the time to try to sell their book, right? So think about the timing, think some about the optics, but again, don't allow that to get you paralyzed. Go ahead and take steps forward. Your audience will react as you do that and you'll get some feedback from them. And you might make a mistake. And that's another tip I have for you is recognize that's where this humility comes in. You might say something that really is a pretty big guffaw. Okay. Like once I sent out an email to the Successful Writer Academy students, and it was an email about whether you should have your books in KU or not. And I started by saying something to the effect of there are lots of things that are really divisive like what college football team you love or what sports team you follow or um, whether or not you get the COVID vaccine, right? Like, I don't remember what the exact issue was, but it was kind of like that. And I was equating this debate that authors have where, you know, KU versus wide can kind of feel like a, a lifestyle or dichotomy difference. And I was equating it to like a political rift at a time where that political rift felt very raw and real to people. And I had a very, very kind person who, subs who was a subscriber just mentioned to me that it didn't really feel appropriate and genuine. And the more I thought about it, the more I recognized she was right. Now, she gave me the benefit of the doubt, which I absolutely appreciated. She said, like, I, I'm sure you didn't mean to have it come across this way. Um, but here's kind of how it came across. So remember, you're not going to you're not going to please everybody. But you can try to give yourself that benefit of the doubt too, and just recognize that most people are kind, genuine, loving, compassionate, empathetic people who will hopefully give you that same benefit of the doubt if you do kind of make a blunder, right? And what some person considers a blunder is going to be exactly what someone else needs to hear. 
which is why it can get so confusing. So I don't want you to feel paralyzed. I don't want you to feel stuck. I don't want you to feel like you cannot take a step forward, but go ahead and remember that humility, that empathy, go ahead and practice like putting yourself in the shoes of, of different people. Like, okay, so if I was somebody going through this right now, but I want to hear this, right? And we're never going to know. Like I had an email that I sent out to my fiction list about a, a funny story of my husband slipping on the ice and hitting his head and losing his memory for about an hour. Obviously, it was not funny at the time, but he fully recovered and it made for a pretty unique story about what life is like in Alaska. And it's something we can kind of joke about now. Well, I sent that and on my email list was a woman whose husband was killed by slipping on the ice, hitting his head and dying from a brain injury. I had obviously no idea of knowing that. And again, she was very kind. She was not saying, oh, you shouldn't have made light of this situation. She just wrote back and she's like, yeah, those, you know, those ice uh, accidents are no joke. Here's what happens to me. So I didn't go into my hole and beat myself up after that because like I said, like I had no way to know that there was going to be somebody on my list who would take my words potentially in a certain way. So go ahead and be empathetic. Go ahead and be careful. Go ahead and test what you say by putting yourself into other people's shoes, but just recognize like you're, you're never going to know everything going on in somebody's life, right? And, and we're never going to be able to cover all of the bases. And like I said before, one thing that might feel insensitive to one reader is going to be exactly what another reader needs to hear. So practice extending yourself some grace and some benefit of the doubt and trust that your readers will do the same to you. Be humble enough that you can pivot and change if you do make a blunder. And then basically you're left with a choice. Do you want to address some of these things going on? Or do you want to just offer your readers a nice sense of inspiration or information or escape from things going on and not address them at all? In Sweet Promise Press last summer, we published a rom-com that was all about Zoom meeting mix-ups. So she logs on to the wrong link. It's not called Zoom in our books. But it's, you know, it's all about that. But we made it a point. Okay, this is all on Zoom. You know, there's telehealth and there's school Zoom and all of this, but we're not going to mention the pandemic, right? People are on these Zoom meetings just as a lifestyle choice. And sometimes your readers want something like that, right? They don't need to always be bombarded and reminded by what's going on. So don't feel afraid to not say anything. Don't feel afraid to address it. Stay true to your brand trust yourself, and then just remember that humility and that empathy, and that's going to guide you to make some good decisions. So best of luck kind of navigating through these waters. It's something we're all kind of learning together, and I wish you well, and we'll talk to you soon.